Hello and welcome back to the Odd Pod. In this week's podcast, we'll be talking about changeover. Changeover is a very important part of every doctor's training. It's the first part of stepping onto the wards as a new doctor, and it marks us moving on to new jobs and new programs. We talk about our own personal stories and our own personal advice from our experiences during changeover. There's a lot more we could have talked about, and perhaps in the future we'll bring back this topic again. But I really hope you enjoy it. UK Doc is a charity supporting the mental health and well-being of doctors. To help support us as a charity, please check out our text donate options in our podcast description. To find out more about UK Doc, please check out our Instagram page and our website. This will be a conversational piece hosted by Chris Cherry. I hope you enjoy it. It's worth bearing in mind that these are the thoughts, opinions and experiences of those involved in the conversation only. Welcome to this week's UOK podcast. Here again with uh, Dan Gearin and Mark Seaman. Welcome to you both again. Today we're discussing changeover, something that I'm quite uh, unfamiliar with. So it'd be good to just uh, have it explained to me what, what this changeover is. So um, changeover is, I guess it's quite a big thing every year for all doctors but especially those um, starting out, um, it will be the first day where they're officially work, working on the wards with the responsibilities of a, of a, a new doctor in the hospital on their foundation training program. So it'll be the culmination of all their medical school training and applying through the different foundation schools to get their job. And they will have just done a week of induction, probably, which includes a little bit of wartime, but their responsibility is suddenly a little bit more on them. So that's changeover for all the newbies. And then right. changeover right. for everyone else. It's it's often it's a common period where people move on to new jobs or start new training programs. That's that, that coincides with this period for new doctors. Yeah, it it often unfortunately all all happens at once on the on this Wednesday coming. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow. So do you remember your own uh, uh, experience as a as a young doctor? Uh, yeah, I I, I do. Um, I remember having just uh, moved to. Uh, a new town, um, literally five days before, that I, had, I didn't know or wasn't really too sure why I'd moved there, <laughs> and uh, just uh, had our induction, which all seemed quite relaxed, you know, with all the previous F1s who were very supportive, explaining things, getting to know each other, and then um, I remember not being able to sleep at all the night before, waking up incredibly early, um, getting up and, and going, and um, not really knowing not really knowing my place in the in the world on the ward <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and uh it, it was quite overwhelming at the beginning even though you have induction and you've been preparing for it i think it's just the sudden the sudden change in responsibilities what 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 is the induction so the induction is a few sort of house rules for the hospital for the trust there'll be some mandatory training you know how to move a patient yeah. making sure yeah. everyone's familiar with local the important local protocols and then you spend a day or two days on the actual ward you're going to start on with your predecessors hopefully getting a few tips and um inside the inside scoop into what your job's going to be like for the next four months six months three months i mean in the context of uk doc around emotional and mental well-being what, what sort of attention was given to, to to those areas of your lives in in, in that period as as new doctors in this sort of changeover period? In all honesty, I don't know if it was the same for you, Dan, but when I, when I had my induction, um, you were so focused on the oncoming responsibilities that you didn't really think about your mm. own emotional and mental health or how you were going to really 
cope or create your own survival strategies for getting through these things partly because you didn't know what they would be you know it's all very well reading about it in a a book or you know being told this is what's going to happen but actually living it and experiencing it is very different and it was a bit of a mental shock for me I don't know if it was the same for you Dan yeah I think I I think because you like I remember when we graduated from medical school our graduation was quite close maybe one or two weeks um, before we started um, in August as new doctors and I remember you know it's very very much the same feeling as like new boy back at school um and I remember it was kind of like almost like impending doom like when you know when you're starting on that Wednesday how is it going to be like you know how are you going to do you know what are you going to do if these if if, if certain situations arise etc like that and I don't I don't really re- I, I just remember trying to take in all the information about the hospital because actually every hospital that we had been in prior to well at least for me prior to starting as a junior the hospital I was starting in I'd never I'd never worked in as a medical student so I didn't know the system and I, it was very much focused on the hospital system knowing who to call when to call and who your seniors were because you do have quite a lot of uh, bosses in some hospitals that you report to um, I remember that being the focus versus our, our well-being. And actually, back in 2015, I had set annual leave. So I remember getting my rota uh, for the first four months, and I had 17 days off uh, because it, it essentially backed onto some night shifts that I had um, already pre-allocated, given to me in September, and I couldn't change that. I mean, the rules around that have changed now, haven't they, Mark? But, they have, yeah. But, 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 you know, I remember having that. And, yeah, n- I didn't really pay much attention to, to my own well-being and, and, and pressures. I, 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 I'd made my life as easy as possible in terms of that I was living close to the hospital, ensuring I could get into the hospital quickly and just trying to find the lay of the land, really. But in terms of my own well-being and mental and emotional health, I, I, I can't remember much, much onus well, on that. Well, what would be some of your advice for new young doctors based on your own experiences that, that you can share that help contribute to, to how they navigate the, the, the emotional, mental challenges? So I, th- I think that um, for at least for me, being organized was a, you know, controlling as much as you can control in the situations where you're not sure what to expect was important. So like, like you, Dan, I, I moved into hospital accommodation for the first few weeks just because it was close and because everyone seemed to be doing it. And it was a good way to know that you weren't going to be late for the first few shifts and things like that. And sort of talking to your predecessors and trying to learn as much as possible about what your responsibilities are actually going to be those first few days, you know, who you can turn to, where you can go and have a break, what your seniors are going to expect of you in those first few days was really important. Making lots of lists. I remember, you know, that doesn't change. You keep nice legible lists that you can keep track of throughout the day because it's very busy and you can't remember everything. It's not possible. But having those lists to look back on the end of the day to tick things off really helps. Yeah, no, no, I think those those were kind of the things that I all did. Because Chris, you know, some of these hospitals that we're working at, like like so the hospital that I was working at, and weirdly I'm going back into next week, or not weirdly, but uh, coinc- uh, coincidentally, that you know it's it's huge, 
is that they're, they're, they're gigantic organizations in them in themselves so the amount of information that you have to learn very quickly in order for you to be equipped and to operate as a um as a as a as a quick and efficient doctor is quite a lot um uh, so those first that first induction week and then the week the weeks after are are about how how can you be quick in your jobs and be safe in your jobs in order for you to be able to achieve everything that you need to achieve during that day and look after your patients so i remember like mark like mark was saying like just creating a lot of lists on my phone recording a lot of dates you know down on my phone in like um uh, uh important dates that i needed to kind of have in my diary I'm really kind of at the bottom of everything. I don't know about you, Mark, but the well-being and like even like the physical exercise for me, like it came last, at least for that August. Yeah, definitely. It definitely fell to the, to the wayside. I mean, I felt like, you know, I'd always prioritize my fitness quite quite highly above other things. Um, but definitely during the first few weeks, months, and gosh, even maybe the first half year, that very much fell to the wayside. Life outside of work um fell to the wayside and that shouldn't really have to happen yeah i i, I remember i probably didn't start so at the time I, w- I wasn't really going to the gym but i i remember when i did pick up exercise again which was running it wasn't until december so so it wasn't until after four or five months after starting that i that i then picked up running again and then probably in the new year it was doing exercise and I didn't start playing tennis until my F2, you know, my, 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 like my, my, my second year of, of, of uh, medicine. I just didn't know how I could fit it in. Um, uh, so I guess you, you know, you are still learning, aren't you? In a quite yeah. a big way, like it's your biggest learning curve when you finish medical school and go and graduate as a doctor. Um, that initial, you know, five, six months to a year is a huge learning curve. And that's probably another really important point though, is that um, you don't have to let these things fall by the wayside, you know, making time for yourself and all those things is really important because it probably will make those first few months easier for you. If you have things that you're still enjoying, if you're still keeping yourself well, you know, I, ch- changeover doesn't really stop you, you know, as a doctor, you change jobs quite frequently. But one of the things that makes it a little bit easier is, starting to learn the routine of of moving jobs and moving hospitals um whilst keeping your life in balance um and that doesn't come straight away you know that's definitely a a learned process yeah 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 exactly and i think i think part of it is because people tell you when you're a medical student like oh you'll be working long hours etc etc and i for me personally i always brushed it off and i was like yeah yeah i know that's fine and and then they speak about you know the hours and then kind of all of those issues surrounding that which i don't really want to get into um but the any any like I, I did just brush it off and i was like no it'll be fine it'll be fine and then when it actually when it comes to your your turn it seems to be from what you and i are saying mark that actually the only thing that we could do was work and actually everything else completely fell by the way you know the wayside i remember saving you know a lot of money actually in my first job because i didn't do anything else apart from work you know i didn't really go home <coughs> I, I went out a few times but i didn't do much else yeah apart from work and sleep really 
I mean, do, 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 do you see that as inevitable, but, but maybe inevitable in, a, in, a, in some ways positive way? Um, I don't, um, may, maybe it is inevitable that you, most people will feel that way at the beginning, but I don't think uh, that you have to, you know, necessarily let it go that way that you neglect all the other bits of your life. I think that the hospital and the job becomes much more centralized into you know your everyday and your focus for for the beginning bit because you are having to have such a sharp learning curve which probably is important for your development as a doctor Um, but there are things you can do on that journey to make it a bit easier for you like socializing with your colleagues um, uh, making time to talk to your friends and family making time it doesn't have to you know perhaps you're not going to be able to do things every evening or every weekend um, or even every other weekend Um, but if you set yourself goals and things to look forward to, it does make things a bit easier when the tough gets going. Yeah. And I think, I, I think if you can be quite strict with yourself in terms of delivering on, on, on the things that Mark has, has said, and then also, you know, just kind of uh, build it into your kind of way of living in that those first three or four months, and you'll get a lot more, you'll have a lot more, I guess, like mental relaxation rather than if you're you know constantly thinking about work or not not being able to uh, get yourself away from uh, work as well but s- similarly you know there's all these other things that that, that happened first time as a, as a doctor and I remember I'm, I think as a med student I did a I did one or two night shifts but I never did consecutive night shifts and I really found kind of sleeping during the day a really big issue like I really didn't understand my own sleep hygiene when on a night shift and how to kind of get my way around that uh, and, and fix that. Um, and so it was, it was a steep learning curve but in, in those processes. I don't know about what you thought, Mark. So I know you had done night shifts before, hadn't you? Yeah, I'd done night shifts throughout medical school. But um, the night shifts I'd done through medical school were, were as a healthcare assistant, and they were completely different. I think one of the things with uh, the shift system as a doctor is that they're quite variable. So you can go from doing a few days of doing, you know, 12 hour night shifts to a normal week to doing uh, midday till midnight shifts to doing eight till 4 p.m., 4 a.m. shifts. I think one of the, the, the things to learn is how to adapt um, to the, to having changing shift patterns, you know, still making sure you have your normal meals and you're looking after yourself and that you're taking time for yourself whilst whilst experiencing those different circadian rhythms you're you're forcing your body to go through and that's definitely a learning process again you're going to everyone has different tips for how they cope on night shifts and how they recover and that's definitely something we could talk about in the future a podcast about how you adapt to these different shift patterns but you will find the way that works for you you might not find it at the very beginning and it might be a bit of a struggle but eventually i think we all we all find ways to cope and manage our shift patterns well by by the same token do do you have some advice suggestions about what not to do to new doctors about uh behavior lifestyle yes um it's it's i think it's very easy to pick up maladaptive um coping mechanisms um it's definitely very easy to fall into the always getting fast food or takeaways or things that you were just eating just for the calories or just to make you feel better about how the day went or because you don't think you can make have time to make a healthy meal. Um, so food prepping is 
food prepping is something a lot of doctors talk about and it's really really useful good to have a, a healthy meal that you've looked forward to and you've cooked um, and cook it for a few days in advance so you don't have to to worry about it not relying on crutches such as alcohol you know it's it's not unusual for that to happen but to recognize if if something you you know an, an unhealthy habit is creeping in and it's becoming a problem recognizing that is really important and don't don't keep things bottled up you know talk to your friends talk to your seniors talk to your colleagues talk to your supervisor if things are become, if you notice that something's a problem or if you're worried about how you're coping or managing things, talk to someone about it. It's really important. Everyone's been through, well, I'm not going to say everyone's been through the same thing, but there are shared common stories um, that you might not realize someone else has been through before. And sometimes talking with your colleagues can help you realize that, you know, you're not alone in it. I think that's, yeah, just a few of the things. Yeah, no, I think, I think that, I think it's like everything that that we've said in the webinars or the, the speakers in the webinars were saying is that it comes down to like looking after your well-being so your mental health doesn't fall uh, short you know it doesn't take a doesn't take or is not sacrificed when you're doing all of you know when you're starting your new job and I think probably as a doctor you you get like you said Mark you get used to moving around and you get used to you know every four months or every six months changing rotors you know meeting the new team again and you kind of get into the groove of it and I think you do get a bit better you know I have a routine of what I do when I move move places which I think I've spoken before about on another podcast I always go and see the area go and see if there's like a gym that I like that's close by you know find find a tennis coach or partner whatever um uh, and just kind of bed in at that at that place again. Uh, so I so I do think as a doctor you do get used to it after a little while. Yeah, no, you, you definitely do adapt to things. But there are definitely periods where I thought I've learned how to adapt something, and then uh, I've moved or changed jobs and found myself feeling very much the same way again. And I don't think that should um, should hold you back or put you down about things. You know, you're not just a doctor; you're human as well, and and there are other life factors that. Um, you don't expect to always come into account when you when you have these big changes and equally sometimes you you really bond with a team and actually moving on is quite hard not just not because you're not looking forward to the next job or the aspect of change but because you actually really enjoyed that job and you'd start to feel like you'd fit it in there and that's a good thing because that might mean that you found the career path that you want to follow in the future yeah and I think I think that's something that Caroline Webb kind of mentioned at the beginning of her book is that she was she was quite happy in her first job but yet you know like actually it was it was the team and the people that she was around that that kind of made that it was a you know that 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 kind of made that experience and I think you'll find that like you'll find like specialities you like but I think also you'll find that you know uh teams that you like and that are very sociable and you you seem to all just get along quite naturally and because of the nature of the job, I guess you become quite close to those people and you'll end up maybe even staying in contact afterwards after you rotate on. So I think that's always a nice element of medicine when it when it does go that way. Yeah. I mean, you're certainly describing an incredibly exciting period for uh, in the career journey of doctors. And also it's clearly a, a period where you can be quite vulnerable regarding the challenges and the impact emotionally and mentally, but it's very good. I mean, just the way that you two are talking and sharing your experiences and in a way having a confidence and sort of inspiring 
young doctors to kind of engage, sort of recognize how these things are quite normal, but also spending a bit of time on taking care of yourselves. Yeah, I think that's that's the definitely the biggest take take home message for me is to take care of yourself through this. Um, you're just as important as anyone else in the process, and it's easy to get lost in it and just think of yourself as the doctor in in the job, but you're the person that's you know important uh, no what what you were saying mark it's it's, it, it's almost like when you well at least when i started in, uh, uh, in my first job i was so willing to go above and beyond that actually like i you know i was like i, I left myself last and all of that but i think probably you know after the first couple of months or month or two you do realize that actually there has to be a, a, a balance but it's about striking that balance earlier like preferably like from the word go because i think people you know, your colleagues and everyone around that will definitely see the benefit of, of looking after, you know, you looking after yourself and um, the way you come into work, etc. I think it's really important. Yeah, being cheerful and walking onto the ward with a smile, walking on the ward saying good morning, saying hello, saying how are you, even if you're feeling a bit low that day, can definitely um, boost the moods of those around you um and make you feel better about your day as well you can have positive affirmation at the start of your day but so how would you like to wrap up to today's conversation wishing everyone the best of luck and hoping that we can continue to provide topics that will give thought and help people to um take care and be aware of their own mental well-being throughout the rest of their journeys as junior doctors that sounds very nice. What, what, guys? Because it's um, it, it's been so valuable listening to the two of you about both your own experiences and some guidance and insight and suggestions to new young doctors. In just ending today's podcast, how would you? What would you like to say to to these uh, this new journey that all these young doctors are on? So I think obviously, uh, firstly, wish everyone the best of luck. With starting their new jobs and you know for those doctors that are changing over moving up a grade and uh, in terms of responsibility and also those doctors that are becoming registrars obviously the best of luck for them secondly you know obviously look after your own well-being um, as well as uh, your patient's health um, because ultimately to be a really uh, kind of efficient uh, safe and to be the best doctor you can be you need to look after your own mental health and well-being and obviously, UOK Doc is there to support you in doing that. So please tune into our webinar series starting September uh, uh, this year in partnership with First Responders First. Thank you, Dan. Mark, do you have a, do you have any? I just uh, I hope that um, everyone enjoys the experience. Um, it's very easy to get caught up in the next few weeks and then change over and um, and forget that there are going to be some pretty amazing memories you're going to make and you're going to learn some amazing things. You're going to meet some great people. So enjoy it and make the most of it. I guess it's like starting any anything new. It's it's exciting, it's scary, um, but at the end of the day, you'll come out someone who has learned from it and gained something from it. That's great. Thank you both for being so encouraging and giving your support and time to both UK Doc and in this in this particular podcast to new young doctors. Um, and to new young doctors out there, do keep listening to the UK Doc podcast podcast there's some new exciting webinars coming up in the autumn where we'll begin to start looking in more detail at micro steps which are designed to help you in your emotional and mental well-being in the challenges and journey that you will be facing in the years to come so thank you for listening again to your okay dog podcast thanks very much chris thanks c dog <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
So that was our first podcast on changeover. It's a very exciting time for everyone. Lots of new doctors coming on and lots of us moving on to different things. I really hope you all enjoy it and best of luck. Look forward to seeing you again on the next Yod Pod. Take care, everyone.